0: Six Clicks,
1: global risk management, compliance and ISMS capability software, sixclicks.io. This is the Six Clicks podcast, risk management, governance, compliance and cybersecurity news and opinion from the industry's best. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining us. We are venturing into deep waters today, so I need a pro to keep it real. Uh, Nice and light because we are talking about cyber insurance cue the dramatic music uh here in our neck of the woods uh, when we're not chatting about risk we're often chatting about cyber and we bang on about information security management systems because we love them uh, and the importance of folding an isms into your risk and compliance uh, as opposed to treating those two areas like islands which is a, a behavior many companies need to get out of but what about cyber insurance be a bit of a dirty word for some uh, it's quite the junction box though between the risk and cyber worlds which is why we need this gentleman here fergus brooks is the director of the cyber advisory practice fergus uh, i know that cyber insurance is just one of your many fortes but uh, we'll get to that in a tick uh, to give us uh, by way of an introduction to our audience just your history uh, your background how you ended up in insurance and as an it consultant
0: sure thanks Stephen. so um so i started out as a as a um network and support engineer back in the days when uh when security wasn't even really a title that you could have so security wasn't really a role um but uh as the internet developed running around connecting people up to the internet including some of australia's banks for the first time which freaks people out when they hear about that young people are like what do you mean you're not that old it's like well it was only really twenty five years ago that um, that mass adoption of the internet was happening. So, um, and sort of fell into security, um, and I've been working in that that ever since security and more recently risk management. So I come very much from the technical side, uh, systems administration and solution design, uh, and then into more into risk consulting, etc. and uh, More recently, uh, I took a job with uh, a large risk management company with Aon uh, who um, were looking to bring someone on board who had security technical skills uh, because, um, as you just mentioned, cyber insurance – you know, confuses a lot of people and and, uh, certainly a lot of IT people trying to understand, well, why do we need cyber insurance? And I came into it not knowing anything about insurance or cyber insurance uh, and learned quite a bit from osmosis and and with the technical insurance experts that I worked alongside. Um, And uh, more recently, I I started my own practice. Uh, One of the key reasons for this is that uh, I recognise the gap where risk management that you've referred to, risk management is very much a uh, a realm for large businesses and risk consultants tend to be in the realm of large businesses and ISO compliance is often out of the reach of uh, smallest, medium businesses. Um, but, um, but I still consult in terms of helping people with their cyber insurance and uh, trying to understand what they
1: need to do, what steps they can take so that the insurance is effective for them. When we um talk amongst ourselves here at cisclicks about um, risk treatments and those treatment strategies, um, transferring risk as part of managing risk is a is a valid strategy there, and hence uh, along a risk register appearing cyber insurance. but what does it actually do, and what are some of the traps that people might be um, falling into?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. What does it actually do? So, um, again, I didn't know. I, I was sat down in a room when I first started and uh, in the insurance industry and uh, with a bunch of policies, and I had a look at it. And uh, and what I understood from it is that, basically, if you have a cyber incident, then there are some financial claims that you can make so you can get some money back from the insurer. Uh, if you have an incident, it costs you money. The impact costs you money. And the other area which, which was very interesting for me with my background was that uh, the insurers will have a panel of incident responders so lawyers IT forensic experts communications people to help you manage a cyber incident so basically to reduce the overall impact of the incident so you have the financial risk transfer so here's how the costs are covered and then you also have the incident response component
1: uh,
0: and uh, they're the sort of they're the two things that come together
1: for that. Uh, in January 2020, Lloyd's put out the mandate um, uh, regarding affirming cyber coverage, and we read the term "silent cyber." What is that?
0: So, in January 2020, and there was confusion about that. So, in January 2020, um, uh, this year, they uh, Lloyd's. Uh, put into effect a mandate that effectively says if you have if you think if or if you think you can depend on cyber silent cyber from another policy outside your cyber policy, then that needs to be affirmed by the underwriter. So so basically no more sort of if it may be covered here, it may be covered there. It needs to expressly state in your policy that this business interruption cost, for example, would be covered under, say, your property policy. So that's what they mean by affirmative coverage. And so um, so uh, organisations that are aware of this um, are looking to make sure, you know, to look at their program and to make sure that they're covered under the specific areas, which means they need to speak to their underwriters, uh, work out how they want their insurance program to look and what they want covered where. It gets very complicated around sublimits, and I'm not going to go into any depth <laughs> on that. It really needs, really needs an insurance expert with more knowledge than me. Um, but... Um, but uh, so that um, so that an organisation can say, well, if this happens, this is how I'm going to claim. So this is where I think I'll get my money back. And if there is an incident response, you know, capability under the other policy, well, who do I contact when I have an issue so that we can fly in the A team, as I like to talk talk about it, of experts to come in and help you um, shut down the problem and uh, and um, you know communicate the steps that you're taking. Uh, so. Uh, and that's that's sort of where the cyber affirmation
1: comes in the uh and to finish off this is um uh, probably my greatest area of interest uh successful claims and the gray area thereof what could an organization do to ensure that they're covered and that a claim is going to be successful
0: yeah and a lot of people ask me this and uh and you know we, it's not that we struggle with it it's it's that uh uh, I think it's pretty straightforward what an organisation needs to do, and and uh, and this is to have a look at the risks, have a look at the perils. So what is something that could impact us? What are the key things that can impact us? And uh, uh, that could be ransomware. So let's say, for example, what's the risk to us of a ransomware attack? So risk being, you know, impact and likelihood. What's the risk to us of a ransomware attack? Well, it's it can be multiple things. So key, there's going to be a business interruption cost um and uh and that impact uh there may also we've seen recently with ransomware there may also be data breach so there could be a data breach which means that you could have to notify multiple different people so you need to have a look at these risks and sort of sit down and workshop with the teams involved with the stakeholders and basically say well um here's our risks you know and then try and rank them in order um and then if we're going to get an insurance policy if we already have an insurance policy match the risks to the policy? Does it state in this policy that we are covered in the event of business interruption as a ransomware attack? Um, And I'll give you an example of that. Uh, At the moment, there are some questions about uh, pandemic coverage for, for all insurance policies. Uh, and, um, and there have been talks and there are some class actions in the UK uh, where um, insurers have said, well, we're not going to pay out because pandemic's not covered under the terms. It's not necessarily for cyber insurance, but it's just a red flag that everyone should be aware of. Um, so was that covered expressly? So oh I, I, come, I come from, and that's what they call affirmative coverage. So if you run the scenarios... Pass the policy, then that's a really good way, uh, or get some advisors to do that for you. That's a really good way to say, if this happens, we know that we're going to be covered. And also, then you get into the insurance complexities of, well, well, how much am I covered for? Uh, for that particular event. So do I have a sub limit on this particular type of event? Sometimes we see that for things like credit card processing, what they call PCI. Um, so these should be mapped out against the scenarios. I think that's an excellent sort of great way to start. And the risk register that you build that says, these are my cyber risks, um, is a really good tool for, um, for the organisation to be able to have a look and go, here's my risks. Whoa, this is a really big one. Uh, and we think that uh, we need to do this, this, and this as a mitigation strategy. So then it helps organisations to keep track of how they're working on reducing those risks or mitigating those risks as they move forward. So that's the sort of cornerstone, I think, of um, of having a of, of having successful claims because you you know
1: you're affirmatively covered for the incident that impacted you. This is this is heavy water stuff. We need we need much more time to talk about this. I'm seriously hoping we can get you back very soon. Director of the Cyber Advisory Practice at Fergus Brooks. Thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. Thanks very much, Stephen. Thanks for checking in to the Six Clicks podcast. Get in touch with us anytime at sixclicks.io or find us on your favorite socials.